0: Joining us now, Senator David Perdue, thanks for your time this morning. Good morning, Tim. You know, I have channeled you and quoted you frequently over the last couple of three weeks now, and I've been saying what I'm sure you're saying, uh, that, that this could have all been avoided. We'd be talking about something else this morning. I don't know what. We'd be talking about something else if... You folks in Congress, specifically the House and Senate, specifically some would say the Senate, had followed a simple budget process, the process by which you're supposed to have this budget dealt with on an annual basis, not on the basis of these, what was the number, 186 continuing resolutions?
1: Yep, 186 continuing resolution because Congress failed to appropriate by deadline. Let me put it in perspective, Tim. Since 74, when this budget act was put in place, the federal government has only been funded by Congress four times before the end of the fiscal year. And to get around that, they've used 186. We're under the 186th continuing resolution right now. What that means is that if it affects the military, and this one doesn't, but if it affects the military, it basically says you, you stop uh, changing anything in your organization. You can't move money around, and you spend at the current rate. Well, that doesn't sound that bad, but for the military, it's very bad. But here's the perspective. We should have been doing this debate, as you just said, back in – you know, July, August, September, because the fiscal year ended September 30th last year. We're in the fourth month right now of the current fiscal year that we're arguing about. Let me also put it in perspective this way. We're talking about 25% of the discretionary budget. That's all we cover in the, uh, in the budgeting process is discretionary. And we spend about $4.3 trillion all in, including mandatory spending. And so this shutdown is over 25% of discretionary, which is only about $300 billion. So it's less than 10% of the total government expenses. That puts it in perspective. Now, we also have a president that is absolutely going to the mat for something that every president in the last 60 years has said, and that is we have a border security issue at the Southern border. Let me give you a quote right here from 2013. Real reform means stronger border security putting more boots on the southern border than at any time in our history. We now have an actual humanitarian crisis on the border. That's President Barack Obama in 2013.
0: Uh, Senator see- David Perdue with his side. What is going to, I mean, th- look into a crystal ball as best you can. What's going to break this logjam? The president is standing firm, looks like he's going to. I don't see Nancy Pelosi changing her mind anytime soon. Chuck Schumer, what's going to break this?
1: Well, there have been several you know, rounds of conversations. I've been involved in, in many of these uh, up here about is there some kind of deal the Democrats will take? And quite frankly, the best deal was made back the week before Christmas when President Trump and Schumer agreed to a $1.6 billion funding number to avoid the current uh, shutdown we're in right now. And Schumer agreed with that, and then the next day after Pelosi uh, reneged, they, they both backed up from this. So this is technically the second Schumer shutdown in a year. Remember last year, he, Schumer shut the government down over DACA. The president offered a pathway to citizenship for 1.8 million DACA recipients, and Schumer wouldn't take the deal. So, you know, right now it's going to take pressure from, I think, Democrat senators to put pressure on Pelosi, on, on Pelosi and Schumer. To, uh, to break through and go back to the deal that was really made back in December.
0: Well, the problem with that is, I mean, Republicans right now, your party, your president, seem to be getting the blame for this. As long as that's the case, if I'm Charles Schumer, I'm not doing anything but let you stew in your own juices.
1: Well, that's right, and that's what happens in this, this uh, Washington bubble media storm that's up here is that everything is Trump's fault. I believe if Trump came out and said, I won't open borders, the Democrats would be screaming for $50, $100, 150000000000 <laughs> Maybe he should do
0: it. <laughs> Maybe he I should try that. The
1: weekend. I think this reverse psychology yeah. might have an opportunity here.
0: <laughs> Senator David Perdue with decided Enough of D.C. You were down in Atlanta a couple of days ago. I gathered the inauguration of Brian Kemp as governor. What do you make of this?
1: Well, I was. I mean, it, it's, a, it's a great day for Georgia. I, I think uh, Governor Kemp is going to be a fantastic governor. He'll be the third governor in a row that will focus on the economic growth of Georgia. But he also said that something that I thought was historic, and, and I said the same thing when I was elected. You know, he, he's going to be the governor for every single person in Georgia, uh, not just the ones that voted for him. You know, I'm going to work with him on safety, on continuing the economic growth of Georgia, but uh, I, I also think that... Uh, You know, I know his heart, and he's going to be a tremendous governor for the state of Georgia.
0: Uh, Quickly, are the William Barr confirmation proceedings ongoing, the Senate Judiciary Committee of yesterday. Uh, The Democrats are going to say what the Democrats are going to say. Is there anything really to trip this up, or do we think we get William Barr as the next attorney general?
1: No, he's already been vetted fully before. I mean, he's been there. Uh, A lot of the Democrats actually like him, no matter what they're saying publicly. Uh, this is a done deal. I think it's a great choice. He'll be a, a very stabilizing influence in the Department of Justice. And remember what a mess Jeff Sessions walked into over there. The Obama administration had had basically radicalized our Department of Justice, and that's one of the major accomplishments of President Trump. We have something like 85 federal judges that have been nominated and confirmed in the first two years. You know, 29 court of appeal judges and two Supreme Court justices. So. Uh, we're fighting back what, you know, we're trying to find balance again after Obama took us way to the left in the judicial system.
0: I'll finally let you go on this one, Senator David Perdue. I'm just seeing this just now because you're aware by now a terror attack in Kenya, there were casualties, there were people killed. And seeing now that one American among them, the world remains a dangerous place. I mean, we lose sight of a lot of things and getting lost in all the drama in Washington. It's still a dangerous place.
1: Well, I've said that since 2013. There were two crises I identified. That's why I ran to to start with. We have a global security crisis, and we've got a national financial crisis. This debt crisis is very real, and they're interrelated. Globally, I've done a lot of traveling as a member of the Armed Services Committee and, and, and before Foreign Relations Committee, and having lived in Europe and Asia during my career, I know how dangerous the world is. Look, we have five threats across five domains, air, land, sea, and now cyber And now space, with China's investments in space, Russia's investments in cyber and space, we have real threats out there. And quite frankly, the president has moved to get our readiness back to where it should be and to also begin to fund the military at a point where we can rebuild it. It, It's basically burnt up after 17 years of being at war. But let me give your listeners one other point of encouragement. The president demanded, and I know this because I was part of this, demanded that we get the first audit done of the Department of Defense, and we now have done that. Now we're going to start moving through that audit to find places where we can rationalize and actually become more efficient in spending the money to protect our country.
0: Senator David Perdue, thanks for being with us this morning.
1: Always good to be with you, Tim. Thank you, man.